Tree. We got Kwani struggles here. Uh, tax money is on a cicada break, whatever you want to call it. Kwani, how's everything for you? Uh, everything's cool. It's been a, uh, it's been a bit of a long day. Not really. Well, it's been a long week. you know, our basketball team won our first game today. Our big kids, the ones that got swept last year. Oh, we, we, we me, I'm coaching. Yeah, that's what this is the thing. So that's a big victory. But other than that, it's regular. Uh. What else has been going on with you? Um, yeah, working a lot. Do you think... What's your philosophy on work? And meaning, do you think... Do you want to work for somebody else the rest of your life? So you would be okay if... Yeah, let's say you were at a director position, you would be all right with that for the rest of your life. Directing. At a but anywhere, wherever wherever you would want to be at. Probably. Or if I was like a higher up manager, a little higher up. So it's a money thing with you. Not necessarily. That what factor does that play into it? Out of. Uh, I mean, money's always gonna play a factor, but the most. Most thing that I'll play off of is how I'm treated at the company. If you don't find too many too many other jobs that actually care about their employees, you know what I mean. So if you can treat me well while I'm working there, then maybe I will end up going somewhere. I don't. I, I can't see me having a boss the rest of my life. I still think it's weird that you got to ask to go on vacation. Um, well, you get what I'm saying, like. They only give you three sick days. I have never had a job where I had PTO. At all? Never. I think if I had it, I would use it way too much. But I never had a job. Every job I had, you get three sick days. You get this many vacation days. True. No, I ain't never had a job with that. But uh, did you finish? Did you watch any parts of this R. Kelly thing? No, no. Why didn't you want to watch it? I didn't care for it. I gave it like ten minutes. Y'all been knowing R. Kelly been doing this thirty years ago. The media just now knew about it when he was on there. The only thing it brought up to me was we watched the episode when his wife. I think a lot of people on that show should go to jail. But when his wife was talking, his ex-wife was talking about how she's like, a lot of the music that you listen to, he sang a lot of the nasty stuff he was doing to girls in the music. So that made it feel, that made me feel like, oh, this is kind of, oh, we doing this. We doing this, Kales. But that's about it. Tay, what you doing? You finna leave? Come here. Yeah, come here. Where you going? Stonies. With who? Coworker. With her boyfriend. 
She going with her boyfriend. All right, look. Because this is me, we're going to get into why he's going to hunt. This is my later, too. Because uh, uh, this is me and Kwani. How did you feel about the R. Kelly documentary from a woman's standpoint? Um, I don't feel bad for none of those girls. Now, why don't you feel bad? Because at some point, you you there's some point in your mind that you can say no. Like, there's some point like, oh, I don't have to do this. But, and they were to the age where they knew what they was doing. So. But what about, remember the episode we were watching, it was the girl that was 17. That's the one that's getting right. the most flack. But, on the show, and if you and if you watch it, it's messed up, but I can see what that girl, that girl is, she's saying the things that Jenner was saying. But she's saying it in the form of, she was like, you know, I was 17. I saw him at the mall. I didn't realize that was R. Kelly. You know, mm-hmm. he told me I wanted to be a singer my whole life. Immediately after she said, I met R. Kelly. You know, I've always wanted to be a singer. I wanted that to be my career. Bing, bing, bow. Then she goes into, so he told me he would make me famous, invited me to the studio, sung songs. Mm-hmm. The songs were never released. We sung songs together. We had duets. You know, we finished this, this, and that up. I felt bad for her because it's like, how you tell whatever your career is, if the top person at that career pick you and say, yeah, you know what? You give me a little bit of that, I'm going to make you famous. And we're going to do songs together. But you, you not knowing, them songs ain't never coming out. Then that's when you, then that's when you become like, oh, okay, well, I don't need to be doing this no more. But then you continue to keep doing it. So in some sense, it has to be on her part too. If I was a, if I was a singer... And I want to be a singer, right? And you want to do whatever you got to do. And Adele, no, let, let me pick somebody ugly. Queen Latifah. She's not ugly. There she is. Yeah. Not okay. Queen Latifah with that point guard face. Queen Latifah not ugly. Yeah. Okay. Queen Latifah with like every starting point guard in the NBA. But anyway, uh, if Queen Latifah told me, you know what, you're gonna have to give me a little bit of that, and you're gonna have to let me pee on you, but you know what. I'm going to get you on these. So we're going to do a couple songs together. This, 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 and that. You saying no now, but if that's what you really want to do, that's the that's the gatekeep. That's the gatekeeper way. And that's why I... At the end of the day, though, is that really worth your freedom? Is that really worth your, your, your person? Like, I mean, you willing to give yourself away just to stop the fame? Is that, is that serious, though? Some but the the underlying message in that show was to some people, it was okay. So you, you tell me this right now. At the age of sixteen, Chris Rock came to you and said, "You know what? I know you want to be a comedian. I can get you there. I just want to give you receipts." No, me person, <laughs> me personally, no. But, but I'm, I'm not that in love. We not that in love with a dream that we don't understand reality. No, but that's what I'm saying. They're in love with the dream. They don't. She didn't realize I'm at the mall right now. I could just get a job at, at the mall. At the end of the day, if you know it's the dream, you still gotta live in reality. Mm-hmm. You know what you're doing. You know what you're doing. You, know what you're doing. you seen Split? And at, the end of the day, and at the end of the day, let me get to say this now. I am in no way, shape, or form taking up for what she did to I just want everybody to start pointing the finger around and let everybody know their responsibility. You gotta hold every single person accountable 
then what happens? You got to hold the kids accountable. You got to hold the parents accountable. You got to hold R. Kelly accountable. Only one I don't, only, the only kids I don't hold accountable was all them, uh, like the 15 and the 15, 14, 16 year old. The, fi- the, the 15 and 14 year old girls, because it was a couple of them. Them girls, I don't hold accountable because that 15 and 14, you, yeah, you, yeah, I'm not holding you accountable. Yeah, yeah. But the great Dave Chappelle did say one time, how old is 15 really? Because if you're a black boy and you shoot somebody at 15, they charge you as an adult. But if you're a girl at 15, we can't hold you accountable. She's only 15. So that's what I'm saying. How how old is it? I mean, but at the end of the day, like I say, when it comes to that, I'm, just I will never sit up here and tell anybody I'm taking up R. Kelly. It's no way, shape, or form. I'm just saying that we all know that he's wrong, but why are y'all not holding everybody else accountable for their parts and how they played in the situation? You know what I mean? I think... The reason why they not the thing that R. Kelly's doing is sicker than the thing that they wanna. I mean, I agree. It, you're right. It is sick, but you got these people agreeing. You got these parents taking this little money doing it. You got so much to where everybody's like everybody's playing a part, but they're only holding one person responsible. If you're asking that's me, like, that's like if <laughs> that's like if you in the car and. Everybody in the car was shooting a gun at a party, but the police only held you responsible for it. They tried to charge you with all of it, and you was just a passenger. Yeah, I, that's the, how it is. There, like, it's not, a it's a sex ring going on over there. It's know? a ring. This isn't. I don't. For one bit, this show made me even more realize this isn't just R. Kelly saying this. This is R. Kelly telling somebody, "Hey, I want her." This is that person saying, "Hey." Bring them to this hotel at this time. Put them in this room. Get this room for that person. Make sure they're not on camera. Make sure this... This is a ring. This is a whole organization. So with that being a whole organization, at what point you... Who who do you really want to blame? That's why I think the police haven't taken them down. You can't really blame one person. There's more than one person you should blame. And anybody that took a check is... That's what I'm saying. If you're, if, and then it's like now, like, I don't know if y'all see what Master P put on the shade room when he talked about it, but I, that's what I was trying to tell everybody. I agree with that wholeheartedly. Y'all want to go and get on camera for some money about it now. Y'all worried about that check because y'all can get some money from it for going on camera talking about it. But if y'all really cared, if that was really, as parents, if y'all really cared, y'all would have had that man in the box already because I'm not going to play about my kids. So... I think this is, you know, when people say R. Kelly going broke, I don't believe he going broke. When he really goes broke, that's when the police going to get R. Kelly. Right now, R. Kelly got, just think about when they got, when they put R. Kelly on trial. Ignition had came out like, what, a year and a half before that came out? We talking about Chocolate Factory, R. Kelly. Come on now. He wasn't going down. Now, uh, five years? In five years? Yeah, he'll be done. Five years from now, he'll, he'll be saying, like, dang, they did R. Kelly crazy. 300 years? <laughs> that's, the, that's the kind of stuff you're going to be saying. But it. what you think, what goes to say about 
Okay, that sex tape that came out. That girl was 15 in there. That's technically that's child pornography. They were selling that sex tape. You can still look it up on Pornhub, the R. Kelly sex tape. How crazy is that? I don't, I don't, like I said, I, I didn't want to stay on it too long. I just think a lot of stuff, I was telling Taylor, she, she told me I was taking too far, but I still think even knowing R. Kelly's past, even naming an album 12 Play sounds crazy now. Even naming, like. You know what's so crazy is that um, his uh, music sales spiked 4%. Well, I think it spiked because on the documentary, like I said, when his ex-wife was saying a lot of the things like, well, a lot of the music, if you listen, like, you know, the, my mind's telling me no, but my body's telling me yeah, stuff like that. You get people who, you get in the 16, 17-year-olds who, they knew about R. Kelly, but now they going back. Now you're getting people going back looking like, all right, what did he say? Did he say, what did he say on this? What did he say on that? So that's why you getting music spikes, but pe- people like nasty shit, bro. So then he was at the, um, you heard he was at the Alps celebrating his birthday the other night or something like that. Mm-hmm. And the girls out there screaming, take me hostage. So how can y'all really blame this man when y'all got all these girls at this party now wild and talking about they want to I'm not blaming out. him for anybody over the age of 18. At this point, anybody over the age of 18, you want to go. Okay. But. I don't have any kids, but if I had a daughter, one, she ain't going to R. Kelly house. Two, at no age is she going to R. Kelly house, if I can stop her. But for them parents of them girls, I was like 15 and stuff like that. I blame the parents more than I blame R. Kelly. I would never put my child around no grown man. I don't care. It, being, being rich and famous ain't that important. Well, I don't know if y'all saw it, but there was a guy in Chicago. He used to be friends with R. Kelly. He owned a record store. And he said, me and R. Kelly were business partners when his first album was going out. You know, I used to, I was the first one to put his music in stores. We stopped being business partners because he had sex with my daughter, who was 15. This one, R. Kelly was like 19, 20. Yeah, he had sex with my daughter who was 15. So that ruined our business. But at the same time, if you know, if I know you like young girls, why would I have you around my daughter? If I rob people, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to show you where I live. You're not going to show me where you live. I rob people. That mean if it gets bad for me, that mean if it gets bad for me, I'm going back to you. But I don't blame the parents all the way. I can't. I don't blame nobody all the way. I just want everybody to, to be accountable for their part. On their part. That's it. That's all I'm saying. All the, gr- all the grown, uh, all the grown-ups on that show who was like, yeah, R. Kelly did this and that. I blame them. But. Now I look at the whole discography different, like all his seat. Now I I was the one saying you got to look at the man, and then you got to look at versus the artist. Now I look at your whole music different. I look. I have to look at everything different. I have to. First of all, R. Kelly hasn't made. I mean, he's made good songs to me, 
But R. Kelly's not big. I could go without listening to R. Kelly. I mean, yeah, most yeah. definitely. I can go without listening. To it's him. not like you can't you can't take away the man's talent in music though. I got I gotta give him credit. Yeah. The man can sing. The man's a good artist. However, as a person, I'm, I you know I'm not saying I don't agree with him as a person, but as an artist, he's a good artist. So do you agree with the whole mute R. Kelly thing? No, I was probably made to an R. Kelly song. I'm gonna be honest with you. My mom, <laughs> my mom played "I Believe I Could Fly," and she played that song so much. If I was not able to listen to that song, I don't know if I could watch Space Jam the same way. If I can't listen to "I Believe I Could Fly," you see what I'm saying? It's just too much. Can you really watch Ali without hearing that world's greatest? Bro, Ali record? was a long movie. Yes, one half hour, very long. That was crazy. I don't. My only thing, my only problem with the whole thing is, we've been known this. It's not something That's new. That's what I'm saying. It's nothing new. It's nothing new. The fact that social media got it bigger than what it was, and everybody blew it out of proportion. Like Future said it best. It's only blown up big because everybody keep paying attention to it and talking about it. When you stop talking about it, it's going to go away. <laughs> That's true. Uh, Dame Dash was on Nick Cannon's show. And he was talking about how Foxy Brown, you know the rapper Foxy Brown? Yeah. When he when Jay Z when Jay Z messed with her, she was only sixteen. He said, I'm only seven. What are you seeing? What are you insinuating? <laughs> I think that did you watch that whole show? I watched like ten minutes of it. That I like Dame Dash Pauls only because the stuff that he says it's, it's so passive that he was saying stuff and wasn't even real. He was trying to get to the important part, but he was saying so much in getting to the important part. Uh, he was saying with the R. Kelly thing, because, you know, he dated Aaliyah. He was saying with the R. Kelly thing, I know he raped her. I know, like, he made her do those things or she wouldn't be the Aaliyah that we know. I know that. There's a ring of people. You cannot take, you know the mafia is still around today? You cannot take down everybody in a ring. R. Kelly is at the, R. Kelly is ahead of that. Do you think the police not watch? They going to replay that same show that the manager that was like, yeah, I forged a signature. Let me tell you what they're going to do in court. Yeah, so <laughs> when you, when you forge a signature for that underage girl to get married, how did you feel about that? Are you telling the court you didn't do that? They're going to play that same thing back. So a lot of the stuff that they did, yeah, they're going to they gonna have to go to jail for that. Yeah. I, like I said, it's just a ring, though. That's, not, that's, that's the worst thing about it. And then there's going to be people involved that we didn't even know about. Mm-hmm. And that's when it's going to get crazy. That's why y'all see a lot of people saying, I don't want to talk about it. Yep. Because they probably know something they that they don't want to speak yeah. because they know they're going to go down for it. They I like what Nick Cannon said about it. Uh, Dame Dash told Nick Cannon, well, you did something. Well, Nick Cannon was like, well, I did songs with him, you know, too. You know, I'm a flirt. Uh, he did the video for Laundry Mat. He, he did Gigolo, too. Gigolo. Hey, did you know, did you know, Nick Cannon said, I knew R. Kelly, but as far as, like, getting in the studio with him, he said, we didn't meet each other until we did that we didn't. I didn't shake his hand till we got on set for Gigolo. 
He said, that was the first time I ever met R. Kelly. I was starstruck. He said, so. But I don't blame people like Nick Cannon. That's why when John Legend got on there, I don't blame people like that. Yeah, I work with you, but I don't know you personally. How many people you? How many people y'all work with that y'all know personally that y'all like? If something came out, you'd be like, "Dang." I don't know that many people. That's what I'm saying. Personally, no. The the few people that I know personally at work, if some stuff like that came out, I would honestly be shocked. Now, damn, what did I want to get into? Uh. Off of the R. Kelly situation, I don't want to give him no more shine. Uh, since Jen and I are on the show, we can have a music conversation. What do you think is the current state of female R&B? I actually think it's, it's trying to make a, a nice little comeback. Where do you think it fell off at? I think it's stopped. I don't think I've listened to a female. I don't think there's been one. SZA, I like SZA now, but I don't. I think it got too whiny. It got too complainy. Just really think about it. Even even male R&B music went through a time when it wasn't really like. You had to look for R&B music from a male. I was just thinking about it because I cut on the radio Thursday, going to work, and you don't hear nothing. I cut on the XM satellite. You don't hear, like, R&B isn't really a thing anymore. That's why they played her, the, the girl her, which I still hate that they let her get away with that name. Because you always have to say her, like, oh, you heard her music? Who? Her. Like, it's like, fuck, like, why? No, I, I do that all the time. That's messed up, though. That's a cheat name, like, Fabulous. Fabulous is the, I, oh, my God, that's the best rap name ever. How do you rap, Fabulous? What's your name, Fabulous? How you feeling, Fabulous? Like, it's just like, it's, it's so it messed up. Yeah. But uh, I kind of wanted to, okay, so music right now, and th- this can open up a lot of ways. Do you think it was more important with out streaming services or with streaming services? Albums, I'll put it that way. Yeah. I think streaming services made Chris Brown's last album. Taylor, answer this question for me from a girl's standpoint. Chris Brown's last album had how many songs? 47? 45. So if you want to, okay. So if you wanted to split that up into albums, let's say you wanted to make four seven song albums, you could. Right? But I'm saying just four seven song albums. I think that's where music is going to. Like Drake had a playlist. All these p- artists are doing songs. Look at Drake's album. It was only twenty, like twenty-two songs. 
but you can scale it down to make it whatever you want to make it. I think that's the good thing about uh, what is it called streaming services. I think that's the good thing. I think I think it's cool. I just think you're able to play DJ a lot more yeah. with your own music. True. It's so mess. Would you say that streaming services have also toned down the DJ business a little bit? Well, I think now everybody's a DJ. Yeah, everybody's a DJ now. Because now I can create a playlist on Apple Music. I don't want to give this away, but I was. This is a thing I'm planning on doing for us. I can create a playlist on Apple Music, post it to my Facebook, and if the playlist gets enough hits, Apple will contact you and oh, okay, we want you to make a playlist and we're gonna broadcast your playlist. You know this, 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 and that, and this ain't even off your music. Being a DJ is kind of a cheap thing anyway. Like, just imagine being a DJ. It's DJs getting paid right now to play other people's music. You're mixing other people's music together and playing it. That's the most messed up thing. But now they've made it so you could do that, I could do that. And just to, just like I was thinking about Sony has this thing called Sonos, and there's these speakers. Imagine going to parties when we were kids, and you probably could make playlists on an iPod back then, but imagine going to a party, and you just put on a playlist. That's it. There is no... I remember having... I remember having to run back and forth to... I remember when the aux cords got introduced when we were in, like, 12th grade. Oh I remember when that got... And girls would be running back and forth to the iPod. Oh, I want to play this song. Oh, I want to play this song. I want to play that song. I remember that. There is no more of that. I could put my iPhone on, and I don't have to worry about getting stolen because I could just put the find my iPhone thing on. So I could leave my iPhone up there carefree. You see what I'm saying? Like, so so much stuff that's like, if we had that, and this brings up a great point. All right. In Vegas, are there certain points like the Neonopolis when I was a kid was like, I thought that was the most popping place ever. But me and Jenna, we were downtown Vegas. This is last year. It's only January, but this was last year. It was a few months ago. And we were walking past the Neonopolis, and I definitely forgot that's what it was. Like, uh, well, I'm talking like... You see what I'm saying? But that was like a popping part right there. Now you walk past it, and it's not even like there's nothing there. All the stores are closed. Bowling alley. Stores are closed down. Where do you think downtown Las Vegas is going to go to? I don't think they want to get rid of downtown Las Vegas. I think they have to. Either they have to or they have to revamp it. I think I think they're in the middle of actually trying to revamp it, but they don't want to try to revamp and close down for business at the same time. So they kind of just like 
taking their part on it or kind of taking their time with it piece by piece. I could agree with that. Yeah. I. My only thing about that whole thing is I just see downtown as just like, that's like, it's somewhere where I don't want to go. I feel like if you're from Vegas, you should want to go downtown because that's like the last, that's like, that's like old Vegas. You could walk Fremont Street, but now walking Fremont Street, it don't even feel the same. Like, it's like, nah, it's too many people. I don't go downtown personally because I don't like walking everywhere. I don't like parking 60, 60 miles away. But, I mean, I guess I don't really like going down there no more because it ain't really nothing to do down there, honestly. You used to be a downtown hoe, bro. You wasn't a downtown hoe? When we first moved out, Marquand, do not lie. Well, I was not going downtown like that when we first moved out. That's a lie. No, it's not. Cap. That's what the young people say. That's cap. You were going downtown. I remember there was a Halloween that she was like, oh, I'm dressed up. I'm going downtown. Well, I said I was going to do that to see if I could like, make some money off of that. You know, like, plan-wise, joking, ha-ha, hee-hee. I didn't really mean that I was going to actually go downtown and, like, go party or nothing. I was really just going for the fun of it. Mm-hmm. Fun of the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, it's going to be a little bit of a short show tonight, y'all. But we are going to end it with, uh, we got some events coming up. We, we definitely want to do another Art in the Clouds. Let us know if you want to, if you're interested in that. April's coming up. And no wine this year. Don't even ask for wine this year. We ain't doing wine this year. Because we're going to save money on wine and we're going to do food. More people wanted food than anything. So. Well, this year, 420 is on a Saturday. And we're going to have some different flowers for y'all. Yeah. So we'll keep it updated. Y'all hit us up and let us know what y'all want to do about that. We'll start making posts about it now. Let everybody know um, what's going on and keep y'all in the works. I do want to do, I have a few more events. We still got a speed dating thing coming up. I still want to do that. We just got to put everything together, nail everything down. So if you're single, let us know. Hit the inbox. You can hit Kwani's inbox, Jerry's inbox. Not trying to get at Kwani, but let him know you're looking for somebody. So we need, I figured it out how to, how to map it out. We're going to need 10 single ladies, and we need 10 single males. And... That's gonna be the best way we could put it. So it's a cap. So it's a cap at ten single women, a cap at ten single males. Uh, me, Jenner, and Kwani will not be a part of this for various reasons. But we can't host and participate. And I'm taken. Because if I wasn't taken, I would host and participate. I'm trying to. <laughs> nah, for real. Hey, but uh. You gonna get me in trouble, but uh, <laughs> yeah. So we still got that. So once again, art in the clouds. Let us know. Hit the inbox. If you're sing, if you're single, let us know. If you're a cheater, let us know. I don't really care if you're cheating on your girl or if you're cheating on your boy. I really don't care. 
We kind of just there to like make shit happen. We there to get you somebody to cheat with. So let us know about that. We do have t-shirts. Yeah, it would be a good business to start. What? Find some cheaters that just want to cheat. No, I'm not being a... That is a business called Cheaters. No, I mean like not busting them, but helping them find each other. Oh, it's called pimping. <laughs> you want to be a pimp. You, uh, you see can, how fast you... We can, you can, make, a, we can make an app. And create the app, and it's like if you want to discreetly, you know what I mean. We can make some money off that. It's called Backpage, bro. I can tell you all about it. I got a movie for you. Like that. Like you know, we'll talk later. Oh, okay. All information. All right. But yeah, so yeah, hit us up. Let us know. Uh, Other than that, t-shirts coming soon. Call your dreams. T-shirts coming soon. I forgot to. I forgot to tell you all about the. Alright, never mind. But uh yeah y'all, I do wanna let y'all know not just company is taking a further approach for y'all this year. We don't wanna do no breaks, we're gonna do a show every Saturday for y'all and that's all I got. I just want to be here tonight because you know, him and Brittany tried some anal bees last night on him and it just didn't work out the way he thought, so He's definitely, uh, Sometimes life hands your beads and you get shit. We all seen it. Never mind. But, <laughs> <laughs> but all right, y'all. Peace.